This is the Sexual Alchemy Podcast for men who want to discover and embrace profound confidence, intimacy, pleasure, and connection. I'm Rebecca Lowry, and I invite you to explore who you really are as a confident, sexual, and sensual man. Whether you're dealing with specific sexual issues, or you just know there's more to it than you've experienced so far, this is a safe space for you to learn, grow, and expand your erotic potential and possibilities. Hello, and welcome to the Sexual Alchemy Podcast. Today, I want to talk about the words and terms and phrases that we use to talk about male genitalia. Perhaps I'll do another podcast on uh, female genitalia. Um, The reason I wanted to do this one about male genitals is that um, I've had a couple of clients recently, both men, both, um, what age were they? I think one was late 40s and one was mid 50s. And both of them referred to their genitals as their down there or nether regions, but didn't have any other term or word that they used that they really liked. And Honestly, I don't know that there are any really good words because they all tend to either be a kind of medical feel to them or they have some kind of slang or they're just kind of crass and it doesn't feel good or they're words that children would use. And so I kind of just want to talk about that and talk about um, the words that we do use and how we infuse words with meaning and what would feel good and how you can find words to use that feel good to you that isn't kind of avoiding the subject and saying my down there or my nether regions. The main thing is to find something, find words or terms that feel good and that don't perpetuate shame because ultimately that's why many people don't call their genitals anything. It's because of shame. And, you know, I don't know the history of all of these different terms that I'm going to mention soon, but I know that, for example, we use the same words that we use for genitalia, whether that's men or women's genitalia. We use a swear word, you know, we call someone a cock or we call someone a cunt, and we mean it as a swear word. And that's, you know, that's not helping us feel good or sacred about our own genitals. You know, it's an unfortunate thing that we do in, in our society. So I just want to point out that although I'm American by birth, I have lived in the UK much longer than I ever lived in America. And so my use of language and my knowledge of language is more UK-based. So as I talk about all this, I'm kind of coming at it from um, living here in the UK for like 35 years. So do bear that in mind. Your experience um, with words for male genitals may be really different depending on where you live. And and I'd actually really be curious to hear what it's like where you live, what words are used, and are they, um, do they feel like sacred, beautiful words that celebrate your genitals, or do they feel like childish words, or what do they feel like? So I actually posted about this across social media to see what people had to say, and I was quite um, impressed, really, at the amount of comments I had. So I'm going to come to that in a minute. I made my own notes first, and these were the um, different groups that I thought. There's words that children would use, like willy, pee-pee, wee-wee, weenie, winky. Winky came up a lot. 
Um, words that have a medical feel, penis, testicles, phallus, those feel a bit more medical or academic. Um, words that are slang, and I put a few down, I'm going to read you some more in a minute, but um, knob, John Thomas, old chap, pecker, sausage, schlong, can't stand that word personally, todger or trouser snake are ones that I've heard. There's um, a Sanskrit word, which is lingam, and the female equivalent for um, pussy or vulva would be yoni. Personally, I can't stand those words. I know a lot of people like them because they feel or they've been taught that they're more sacred, but to me, they feel appropriated and they feel, I don't know, I just don't like them. Like, I would never call my own vulva a yoni, ever, and I would never call a man's penis a lingam unless that was the term that he used. You know, if you come to me as a client and we're discussing your penis, whatever words you use for it or feel comfortable with it, I will use that, of course. Um, but as a general thing, I really don't like lingam or yoni. Um, I know that in pop culture... Anaconda gets used. I guess that's slang. Dick, member. Um, someone told me that he uses the term dangly bits. <laughs> um, so let me have a look quickly at some of the social media words. So people said willy or knob, but they she uses those as terms of endearment. And she doesn't like the term cock. Uh, cock and dick, someone else says. That's a man. He said um, silly ones he's heard of but would never use. I don't even know if I can read these. They're kind of gross. Uh, spam javelin or pork sword. Really don't like those. An old fella. Uh, a woman here says that she uses the term gentleman's appendage, <laughs> which, you know, if that works for her, that's great. Someone else said that they quite like it. For me, it's a bit formal. Penis. Quite a few people just said penis, which is fine. Um, someone says she would never use the word willy because... For her, that um, is a word that little boys use, and it's a massive turnoff. Um, what else have we got? Someone had a word that he and his friends made up when they were in their 20s. We've got more votes for cock, willy, knob, and penis. Um, someone else says dick. Someone else said that uh, their young child used balls and peanuts. Um, what else have we got here? Penis, willy, cock cock, lingam, cock, dick. Then <laughs> uh, some I haven't heard of here, pied piper, flute, wood, rod, whatever they call it themselves. Okay. Someone else here says penis sounds medical, willy sounds silly, lingam sounds woolly, dick sounds daft. And then he says he quite likes cock. A few other people said that. Um, anyway, I could go on. Oh, then there's someone else has put some slang I don't need to go into because they just get ridiculous. Um, apparently, Bill Hicks once referred to it as a purple wand and a hairy sack of magic, which, you know, that kind of warms my heart and I kind of like it. It's kind of funny, right? Um, so <laughs> that's a whole podcast there on me saying out names from men's genitals. But, it, you know, it's important, you know, to create a loving, respectful, honoring and dare I say, sacred relationship to your body, to your sexuality, to your sexual energy, and to your genitals requires, you know, words 
not um it's interesting isn't it because you can feel all the energy and be in tune with it and have great self-pleasuring and come at it very intentionally and know yourself really well. And in that way, on the energetic level, the words don't really matter because ultimately the words are just pointing towards something. However, they do also matter because they carry energy. Words carry energy. And so if the word penis to you feels good, use that word. When I first came to the UK, I couldn't even say the word cuck because at the time this was like 35 years ago, that word in America was pretty much only used in porn or like, I don't know, it was very considered to be a very hard word that no one would say. I couldn't say cunt either. Those two words were just too considered quite rough, I think. Whereas now they're two of my favorite words. So the words that we have have an impact. You know, they have an impact on how we feel about that which we are pointing to, that which we are talking about. So I would encourage you to use words that feel good to you. And if you, if none of the words feel to, feel good to you, then maybe explore why that is. Is there some shame in there? Have you been shamed? Have you been taught that these words carry shame? You know, maybe you were taught not to say those words in front of mixed company or who knows? I mean, it's usually shame behind it that makes it difficult for us to say a word or difficult to claim a word or difficult to use those words in reference to our own body in an empowering way. The other thing is that, you know, your personal connection to different words is going to be different from someone else's. And so uh, someone else might feel that the word cock is loaded with shame or it's been used too much in, in his or her world um, as a swear word or a curse word. Um, and so you have to kind of figure out what words empower you, what words feel good to you, and then use that word or words yourself in reference to your own body and share that with your partners. Tell your partners, your lovers, what words you would like your genitals to be called and respect the same back for them. So I would love to hear what you call your genitals or if this podcast has made you think, hmm, I don't want to call them that anymore or I need to update or change what I call mine, what are you going to begin using? What terms do you use lovingly, respectfully, with honor for who you are, for your body and for your sexual self? Let me know. I would love to hear. Thank you for listening to the Sexual Alchemy Podcast with Rebecca Lowry. If this podcast has aroused your curiosity and you'd like to take things further, you can get a copy of my free video training, Reclaiming Your Intuitive, Confident, Sensual Self. The link is in the show notes below, wherever you are listening.